Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The panel. Talk, talk, talk to me. Jordan Oppert is with us this morning and uh, Ollie Ritchie as well. Uh, Jordan Oppert, a uh, couple of things first of all from you. Uh, I, it's a little bit, a while ago though, but did you get to Cup Day with people there this time around? Got to Cup Day with people there this time around and Saturday I was covering the football ferns and just as well because that one was a bit of a shambles anyway, but you were very missed, Smithy. <laughs> That's great then. Uh, at that. least you got some atmosphere. Got some atmosphere, Jordan. Uh, the other thing I wanted to, to talk to you about too is um, uh, I won't say the word fallout, but uh, the repercussions after that magnificent performance by the Black Ferns. Uh, I read an article yesterday where Honey Hidami Smiler was talking about what needs to happen a four or five point plan from her point of view. First of all, of course, is uh, some decent remuneration for uh, our winners. Do you, do you see that happening? And, and to what level? I think it will happen. I mean, you've already had a couple of sponsors say they're willing to chip in. There has been enough, I mean, at a political level. I mean, it was front top discussion in Parliament when was it yesterday or the day before. I think they're going to and they're going to have to. The England women, I can't remember off the top of the head, off my head what theirs was, but I mean, there's a benchmark for them already of what they deserve, I mean, and what they were looking for. And I think our Black Ferns absolutely deserve I mean, they've sacrificed a lot throughout their whole career, let alone the last eight months, and what they achieved is just phenomenal. But also not just for their sport, like women's sport going forward. I mean, I've spent the last week with the football firms, and they've told me, and even their coach, Yitka, said she's seen a vibe and a mood in camp that she's not experienced yet with the football firms, and that's because they've seen what's possible, that people do care about women's sport, that people will come and watch you, and that if they just be themselves, like the likes of Ruby Tui, your Porsche Woodmans, they just get out there and express themselves, people will buy into it and love them. So it's very exciting for the future of the women's game, and they've changed women's sport, not just rugby. Yeah, I think they have. Uh, I think it's an incredible impact. Interesting too, uh, Ollie. Good morning to you. Uh, we've won now three World Cup rugby finals at Eden Park. Two men, uh, one woman, of course. Uh, and I, some are saying this is the greatest of all. I mean, often when we look at events uh, and you know we get caught up in the knee-jerk sort of reaction and we take a bit of time to reflect on things. But uh, of the three, uh, does this one uh, does does it uh, does it stand out? Is, is it any different? Is it better? Is it worse for you? Um, yeah, morning, Smithy. Morning to you, George, as well. Um, oh, it was amazing. Um, it, it really was. And um, I just think that the quality of rugby that we saw, uh, it was the, the top two teams in the world going at it and, and playing a, a brand of, of rugby that was really exciting. And we've seen that throughout the World Cup. And, and that's certainly got Wayne Smith's fingerprints all over it for the Black Ferns. But 
you know, we've seen teams just want to play with the ball. The, the, the ball in playtime is so much higher um, than it has been with the men's game. And, you know, isn't it nice not to sit there and watch scrum reset after scrum reset and, you know, TMO intervention on this, that and the next thing. It's just nice to see them playing with a bit of freedom, a bit of confidence. You know, they're not afraid to throw the ball around. And that, that's what won that final for the Blackburns was the fact that they weren't afraid to throw the ball around and attack from anywhere because they weren't going to stop uh, England's driving a ball apart from on the last line-out when it, when it mattered most. So they thought, we'll throw it around and we'll attack from anywhere, and it worked for them. Um, so, yeah, it was right up there for me. Certainly more exciting to watch uh, than 2011. One of the things that uh, Honey has mentioned in her um, her her article was the fact that there needs now, quite obviously, to have more women involved in coaching, more women involved in administration of uh, women's rugby as such. Do you see that eventuating, um, uh, Ollie? Yeah, I, I do. I think it's an important as well. You know, we've got Whitney Hanson sitting in that, that coach's box who, um, you know, has, has grown remarkably as a coach. But, man, she would have learned a lot about coaching, sitting next to the Professor Wayne Smith, having Sir Graham Henry in there as well. Same goes for, for Wes Clark as well. But certainly as a, as a young coach on, on the rise at, at national level, you know, that just would have been invaluable for her the last kind of month and a half, learning off those off those two guys. So, um, you know, I think it's, it's a really good idea to look at um, either promoting her, um, but definitely keeping her within that environment because, you know, I think that's, um, that's how we're going to get the best um, out of these players going forward. Jordan, I've, I've seen uh, an article where Sir Graham Henry said, that's it for me, I'm done, and I'm getting on a wee bit now, and I just want to be able to reflect, and uh, I don't want to be hands-on anymore. But what about Wayne Smith? Uh, what, is, what do you foresee is going to happen here? He said uh, it was the most fun he's ever had, the most, um, I, the most satisfaction I think he's had of coaching any group ever. Uh, is he going to be able to walk away from that for good? Well, that's the thing, and I think even with Ted and Wayne Smith, I think if the right job came along now, I don't think they'd turn it down. They love it. They genuinely, they genuinely love the game. They love coaching the game, and I think they've got it both got an absolute newfound love for the women's game. So, I wouldn't rule them out of popping up somewhere else in the future. I also think. Wayne Smith said he's not going to have anything to do at the end of the World Cup, anything to do with this side going forward in a coaching capacity. But before he became head coach, he was brought in just to you know have a look at things and oversee a few things. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we still see them around the traps for some time yet. Um, I don't think it's going to be cold turkey as such. Okay, right. We'll take a short news break with uh, Araha, and when we come back, plenty more to talk about with Jordan Oppert and uh, Ollie Ritchie. Big talk, big opinions, the panel. Jordan Oppert with us uh, this morning, and of course, Ollie Ritchie as well. And uh, Ollie uh, Gary Stead saying the door isn't closed on Martin Guptill. Um, I'm not sure about that. Uh, I'm not sure there's a way back for Guppy. Yeah, it isn't shut. It seems to me as if he's just slammed it straight in his face, to be honest, Smithy. And, and, what a poor, what a poor way to treat one of our greatest limited overs batsmen. Um, you know, to to essentially say thanks for your service. We're going to promote um, Finn Allen, and and that's great. You know, if you want to invest in that younger talent, um, that that's great. And I obviously see a big future for Finn Allen. Um, but it just, I, I, I'm not comfortable with the treatment of of Martin Gutzel throughout all of this, Smithy. And I just feel like for someone that has given as much as he has. Um, 
to this team over a number of years. I think he he deserves a lot better. And yes, Gary says says the door's not closed, but it looks pretty well closed to me. Um, so you know, that's a that's a if this is it for for Guppy, then that that's a real shame. And New Zealand cricket and Gary Stead need to take a good hard look at the way they've treated him. Yeah, it's an interesting one for me too, Jordan. Uh, we saw Ross Taylor basically have a farewell tour as such. We knew that he was uh, leaving us. Um, but I'm not quite sure uh, the way um, the seasons are sort of structured, etc. that Martin Guptill is going to get that honour. No, I don't think so at all. I mean, I was at the press conference with Gary Stead when he you know, talked about the team that he'd chosen and the omission of Guptill. And I actually asked him, like, do you feel like you've given him enough talks behind the scenes that he could have bowed on his own terms if that was the case? And he was a bit cagey on it, to be honest. And I put it in the same category as Amy Satterwhite and the likes of Frankie Mackay even. And the, there was outcry over that and the way they were treated. This is no different. This is absolutely no different. He's given the same amount of service and I feel like he deserves, at the very least, to have been given... Like, have, do you actually think that conversation would have taken place? Like, look, you're not going to be picked. What would you like to do about it? Or is there something we can do? Because Ross Taylor got that. So why can't Martin Guptill? I mean... Yeah, as I say, to me it seems exactly the same as Amy Sathaway and it's left a very bad taste in a lot of people's mouths and I can only imagine what it must be like for Guppy because I don't think there's a way back. I, I can't see a, a way back because once selectors make decisions, they hate giving people opportunity that they've dropped because uh, if they turn around and fire up, then uh, they've been proven wrong and not many people like that uh, for me. So, Ollie, what it effectively done is put a whole lot of pressure on Finn Allen. Finn Allen, okay, so he played pretty well a couple of times in the T20 World Cup, but uh, these are massive, massive pads to fill in terms of uh, um, Finn Allen over Martin Guptill. Yeah, but big time, Smitty, big time. And and to be honest, I was kind of underwhelmed with Finn Allen at the World Cup. Um, starts, of, starts of 18, 19, 20 aren't really good enough. Like, we, we need more than that. And, I mean... The, you were there, but the way he, in my mind, gave away his wicket in that semi-final, he got out playing the exact same shot he just had a successful review on before. I mean, that's just inexperience, is it not? Um, you know, playing the exact same shot to pretty much the exact same delivery, um, only he didn't inside edge that one. So I think there's a lot of work to go with, with Finn Allen, and gee, wouldn't he benefit from having a mentor like Martin Gupton, Martin Guptill uh, around him as well. Um, you know, big, big shoes to fill. And you're right, man, it's, it's pressure on now for Finn Allen because he's going out there and essentially saying, uh, well, the Black Caps are saying, hey, you're our guy. We've chosen you over, um, over one of our best limited over batsmen of all time. So it's on you now. So, yeah, a heap of pressure on, on Finn Allen to go and repay the face there. He never actually batted out of a power play. He never got through a power play, which is quite significant when you look at uh, the performances of the other opening batsmen when it came to the crunch in the serious games. Good point you make there, uh, Ollie. Uh, Jordan, OK, let's get back to the subject you touched on, and that, of course, is the football ferns. Uh, and now, of course, uh, they know uh, what can happen um, if you get it right in, in your, uh, your own country. Um, and I imagine they've talked about just how big globally this, uh, this stage they're about to enter is. It's 12 months away, but, uh, man, it's going to be huge. 
Oh, yeah, gosh, I don't think we actually know quite what is going to hit us. I mean, I spoke to um, Rhea Percival yesterday, and now she's over with Tottenham as well. And she said when Alex Morgan from the USA arrived there, the scenes that came with that, just having a a high-profile player in the team, was phenomenal. I mean, they've had record crowd attendances over there this year, and there's a hell of a lot of people planning to come to this side of the world to watch the FIFA World Cup. And I guess the other thing you have to be mindful of with the black ferns, I guess, versus football ferns, is that the football ferns are not likely to win, right? I think we can comfortably say that. But I don't think that should change how the world, uh, the atmosphere, the people, the, the, sort, the things we can expect to see, I don't think that's going to change. And I think the football ferns know just how important, as cliche as it is, that 12th man is in terms of having a nation behind you. And gosh, like, as I say... I can't really even describe what it was like being there. I mean, I did a live cross with them before the Black Ferns game. They were having a viewing party. They raced back from their game in the afternoon at Orange Theory back to the hotel to all their family and friends to watch the Black Ferns. And they were genuinely teary when they talked about how inspired they are. So, yeah, I think we're in for a really exciting, you know, an, another really exciting World Cup. And it's going to be amazing just to see the amount of people that come from all corners of the globe to see these um, women's footballers. Ollie Ritchie, um, All Black season, calendar year coming to an end very quickly. Uh, right, uh, can they beat England and how much does that sum up uh, the calendar year of rugby for you? It's been tumultuous to say the least. Yeah, that might be putting it lightly to be honest, Smitty. Um, can they beat England? Of course they can beat England. Um, but, you know, this is not Scotland, this is not Wales, this is England and this is the one Eddie Jones wants. This is the, the, the game that Eddie Jones has had a massive circle around um, when, that, when that calendar came out. So I think they were going to be in for a, a, a real test, easily uh, their biggest test of the year since they toured South Africa at the start of the rugby championship. Eddie Jones has beaten this team before. He knows how to beat this team. I think he started the mind games already uh, earlier in the week by just talking about how beatable the All Blacks were, which is kind of typical of Eddie Jones. But, um, you know, absolutely. I, I think the success of particularly the latter half of, the, latter half of this All Black season really rides uh, on this game. Ian Foster's happy to go on about how they've won six in a row. Well, if they can't beat England, then it doesn't really count too much. Like, if they finish their year with a loss against England at Twickenham, then it doesn't really count for much the last six games in a row that they've won because those are games they, they should win. All Blacks teams should win those games, but this is the real test. Um, and it could be another long summer for Ian Foster if he finishes another Northern Tour with a loss. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And uh, just finally, Jordan, great news this morning coming through on the, the tennis scene with uh, Emma Raducanu you confirmed for the ASB Classic uh, early next year. Fantastic. Oh, how good. What a lineup! I mean, I, look, I, well, actually, the fam, they might be listening, actually. Well, oh, hopefully Dad's not, actually, today, because I tell you what, there's some Christmas presents brought this morning. How good. Ooh. I think we're in for an absolute treat. And it's so cool to see that it's like the the ASB classic of old. It's been a bit of an up-and-down couple of years, and already to have these, there's a couple of big names, four now really big names. Hmm. Um, and it sets sort of the tone for the tournament, you know, and gets people excited. Jumped on, you know, Instagram and social media this, this morning, and the first thing everyone's sharing is Emma Raducanu. And I think how cool as well. She's a global superstar, with a shot to fame. She's had a bit of a rocky, rocky time as of late, but, I mean, she's no doubt going to come back into form at some stage, and hopefully it's for the ASB classic. How good.
How good indeed. You probably know people in high places, so you probably know people in high places. So if you could get me and Ollie into some sort of corporate box, um, that would be awesome. Yeah, Yeah, no problem at all. Yeah, no, hey, no problem at all. Uh, Consider it done. Consider it done. Christmas present from me to you. And uh, and, um, my team, my team will be in touch with your team. There you go. My team will be in touch with your team. Um, and I can see no, Logan Swinkles in the background is absolutely nodding furiously. So thumbs up there. <laughs> thumbs up for you too. Uh, thank you so much for your, uh, your input this morning. Uh, and we'll be in touch. Jordan Oppert and Ollie Ritchie there on the panel. Brilliant stuff. Thank you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.